1: Podcast contains mature content. The views and opinions expressed by the host are not so those of the host. List transcription is advised, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the and Raw podcast episode 196. I am your host, the warden, Mad Ritter, and I am here today with Pornhub Poppy. Hey, he listened to the show, <laughs> Daddy Delgado himself. Daddy's home, Vince. And- what's going on?
0: not much man you know just reaping the benefits of joining young kings wrestling and getting the nickname
1: for it well well we're going to talk about that because so our next guest has an advocate (laughs) and that advocate isn't here so he has gone on her show and shamed her and her hosts co-hosts for not properly introducing herself and then made himself almost a permanent edition of the show just so she could get her proper introduction and then brought her on his show and given her what he considers a proper introduction. Now, unfortunately he's not here today and only an advocate could truly give her a proper introduction and I'm not her advocate. So instead of giving her a reek worthy introduction, she ain't getting it. uh, Uh We're going to give her a smacking it raw worthy introduction because that's what i do here and to be fair before reek kind of came along and tried to steal my gimmick i think i was pretty damn good at introductions so without further ado from the pits of pennsylvania a woman who goes by many names katie ew or kew Katie Vick, hey. Kinder Care, most recently the Godmother and her Ho Train.
0: Hey, I like that one.
1: Least of which, most importantly, as you all know her from the Smacked Raw podcast, Katie, Katie, baby, baby. <laughs> Now, now there was, uh, there was no like uh, revolving door, third rock from the sun thing in there that Reek likes to do or whatever it is. <laughs> um, so, what's probably going to happen uh, is Reek is going to listen to this episode and then he'll either quote tweet me or go in the comments and shame me for not giving his uh, client—I guess we would refer to you as his client—I I don't, I don't know what I, you I are. Guess so. Uh, yeah, I guess a so. proper introduction. I'll say, well, you should have fucking showed up. Like she's here, you should be here. <laughs> Um, Is
2: that how that works? He used to show up every show I do.
1: If he wants to give you a proper introduction, that's how it works. He's going to bitch that's about fair. you not getting the introduction. He should be here to do it. <laughs> Jesus.
0: I mean, would Paul Heyman ever leave Roman Reigns' side? Clearly not. If he wants the title of being Katie's advocate, he needs to put on the effort that Paul Heyman puts into Roman Reigns. That's so. what every advocate should
1: strive for. And I want to shout out Young King. Or well, actually, first, Katie, how are you doing? Hey, I'm, I'm okay. Now, I do want to shout out Young King's wrestling because not only, if you guys are watching the video version of this, do you see our co-host, Katie, Katie, baby, in that Black Lives Matter tank top, and my co-host, Vince Delgado, Daddy Delgado, Pornhub Poppy, in that Black Lives Matter t-shirt. You guys know if you are frequent listeners and you can get that at whatamaneuver.com, which is the pin tweet at Matt Ritter. That is at M-A-T-T-R-I-D-D-E-R over on Twitter. Young Kings Wrestling did something very nice on their last episode, and they dedicated the episode to me. So I'm not going to get into it too much because I don't want to get emotional, but I do want to dedicate this episode to my dog, who I unfortunately had to put down on Saturday. Um, He was very special to me. I had him for 10 years. He was a chocolate lab and I loved him very much. And unfortunately he was sick and we were not able to do anything for him. So uh, I knew I was going to have to do it when Vince and I recorded on Friday, but I thought I had till Monday and then Saturday came and we just couldn't wait any longer. So um, this episode is for havoc, not wreak havoc. My dog havoc. Um, With that out of the way, and our shameless plug for young Kings wrestling. We do want to talk about black lives matter, which is why you guys have the shirts on why it is important to us. Um, again, as I say, every week, guys, we don't stop talking about it because nothing changed. Like it, it may not be in the news. I know Minnesota knows nothing changed because shit's still going on there.
0: Yeah.
1: No legislation has been passed. There's still inequality and injustice. Um, You know, once we got our new president and vice president, they didn't just magically make, you know, everyone equal and everything's okay and no one's being treated unfairly anymore. That didn't happen. Laws weren't passed. Things weren't done. So we ask you guys to not only support Young Kings Wrestling because we know that TC personally takes that money and puts it in the hands of the people who um, need the money, who are victims or the families of victims from these acts that we hear about. And uh, it's not going to anything else. We know exactly what's doing, where it's going, which is why we ask you to donate to them, but also push your lawmakers locally, federally to make changes, to make legislation, to do something. We got the uh, stop the Asian hate, the API um, anti-hate law passed, which was great and big. It doesn't mean that all of a sudden no one's going to beat up Asian people anymore. That everyone's just going to be cool it just means that now there are consequences for those actions and you can't stop hate completely but at least hold the people that do these things accountable and put laws in place to have them held accountable for their actions so that they are properly punished and held accountable for what they have done and that's what we want to see done here um in the hopes that eventually we can all be viewed and treated as equal it's gonna it some news and rumors. Unless you guys yeah. have anything you want to add to that, or uh, I don't know if I didn't, you know.
0: no nah, man, you always do a fantastic job. Oh, gee, thank this. you.
1: I, 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 honestly, like I hate hearing that because like yeah. I don't like to think like I'm not trying to do a fantastic job. Like I'm here to push a narrative. So like
0: you do a great job at pushing.
2: You're very narrative. well spoken.
1: There you go. Very say
2: well that.
0: spoken. I wouldn't be able to like say. My wife
1: know. says I'm a cunning linguist. Um. I can
0: see that. I can see she's a very satisfied woman.
1: I hate it. I
2: hate those. First,
1: <laughs> you volunteered. I just said, hey, are you bored? You're supposed to be on vacation. You're listen. You said.
2: Vacation's boring. Yeah, I need to on. do stuff.
1: Don't act like you didn't know what you were getting into. You listen to the podcast every week. I do. You know me. You know how this is going. And at least you literally harass
2: me every day. It's I fun. said
1: I was a cunning linguist, and my wife said so. I, I it had nothing to do with you.
0: At least I'm not drunk like I was on Youngkee.
1: I podcast. didn't say anything. That's about, fair. Uh, yeah, that was bad. And I'm gonna ban you from getting drunk like that when you go represent our podcast because you said some sh- like you were talking about gauntlet eliminator hell in the cells and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck is this dude doing?
0: I don't recall <laughs> saying such things. I yeah, cannot be held responsible for whatever drunk. Delgado does okay
1: yeah all right we we were gonna talk about that but uh speaking of hell in the cell it was announced that we are gonna have hell in a cell in june instead of october because hopefully we're gonna get fucking halloween havoc as a wwe pay-per-view like
0: not gonna happen the fuck probably not most likely not
1: um. probably
2: not
0: isn't Money in the Bank usually around this time in June?
1: It is, it is. And mm-hmm. if they do Money in the Bank in October, I'm gonna be pissed.
2: Money in the Bank's in July. They wanna have fans for it. So they're doing it in July.
1: So yeah, we don't know what we're gonna get in October. Maybe we won't get anything. Maybe we'll get like- uh...
0: Breaking ground. It's coming back.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Great balls of fire.
0: Ashley, you know oh what? Oh my God. That, that, that paper review wasn't actually bad. The name- Are, you, are you drunk? I'm okay, not. the pay
1: per view is not bad. The name was terrible. Okay, yeah, that's that's I'll that let helps. that slide. Okay, um, <laughs> also found out in his long career as a two time WWE champion, unfortunately, while being assaulted by zombies in his playthrough of Resident Evil Village, the Miz tore an ACL and suffered his first major sidelining injury in his entire career. A man who's prided him, who prides himself on never getting injured always showing up, always being there, now has to sit out for the first time and watch from the sidelines mm. while everyone moves on and hopefully does a hell of a lot better than bugging Damien Priest after the story should have ended Yeah, and get eaten by zombies for no goddamn reason. Now, don't get me wrong. I had no issue with the zombies. My issue was with the fact that there was no goddamn reason for the zombies outside of them plugging a the movie. Like, if they had made this story revolve around like the fiend or alexa and zombies showed up or if zombies somehow played uh part in it, or hell if batista had come out and fake murdered all of the zombies at the end and saved the miz i would have been fucking fine with this but none of that happened yeah so that was stupid
0: <laughs> i do want to say props to the miz it took zombies to give him his first major career injury, zombies. That's, that's crazy. What other wrestler in history can say that? It took zombies, a horde of zombies, to give him my first major injury. No one else can say that but the Miz, another claim that he can make in his Hall of Fame speech.
1: I, I'm going to have to check to see if the EC zombie, ECW zombie gave someone their first injury first before I can agree to that. But I, I'm going to let it slide for now because I don't know that the ECW zombie ever hurt anyone.
0: The ECW zombie literally walked into the ring and got his ass whooped by Sandman with a Kindle stick. That's well, all he I did. guarantee
1: that was not Sandman's first injury if he did get injured. So, okay. Fair enough, Vince. Fair. So, um, also along the injury line, Will Ospreay. Uh, apparently, he is a champion over... They're world champions. Somewhere, yeah. or was. Had to drop his title. I don't know who the fuck this guy is. Um, hurt his neck. Um So their IWGP World Heavyweight Championship is Mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. like up for grabs and everyone's all like, oh, this person should be champion or that person should be champion or that person or some dumbass said Kenny Omega. Don't do that. Don't (laughs) do that. Please don't do that because we're going to talk about it. AEW doesn't play right with them titles.
0: What they should do is sign Daniel uh, Bryan Danielson and have him win the title for like a week or two until they, they crown the tournament and give it to someone else. I would love to see Daniel Bryan in New Japan. I think that would be fantastic.
1: I mean, I'm, I, I can't say yes broken, or no though. because I, I wouldn't know if Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson was in New Japan because I don't watch New Japan. That's why I don't know who this Will Ospreay character, Oh no, wait, I do. He's the guy that uh, Seth Rollins made fun of, right?
0: Yes. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah. Seth, but Seth Rollins makes fun of a lot of people just like the Bucks.
1: That's first, also- okay. Yeah, but he's the guy that Seth Rollins made fun of that I didn't know.
0: And he also, I think, had like a beef with Randy Orton, or they had a Twitter exchange with Randy Orton. Randy
1: Orton know? beefs with everyone, including people. Yeah. yeah. Including Soldier Boy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I know Soldier Boy. Kiss me through the phone. Um, and then last but not least, we had a list of WWE NXT releases. Now, I personally believe that after, uh, what was it, Black Wednesday? What was it, the 15th Wednesday? What did they call yeah. it? Black yeah. Wednesday. Uh, the second year in a row this year. Um, we were supposed to get these releases and we did not get these releases because they wanted to kind of let the heat die down a little bit before they let more names go because it was pretty bad. Um, yeah. But Drake Wertz, not surprised. Alexander Wolf got jumped out like he was in a gang, but of the company, not of Imperium. They beat him and fired him. Um, Kavita DeVee. Vanessa Bourne, which I'm actually a little bit sad about because I was hoping to see some more from her. Um, I've been waiting to see where the fuck she's been. I heard there were rumors she was going to debut on the main roster. Never happened. Now she's gone. Um, Brandi Lauren, who I am also, Skylar Story, super, super sad to see go because I want to see a lot more of her um, and nowhere near her boyfriend, Joey Janela. Um, Jake Clemens, AJ Nudka, um, somebody named Duke that I believe was a referee. Uh,
0: no, no, no. That's a uh, Jessamyn Duke. Jessamyn Duke. Yeah. There we go. Yes. Uh, Jake yeah, was the referee.
1: yeah, because that's right. We had that whole conversation where I was like, maybe she just wasn't that good. And everyone's like, but, 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 but four horse women MMA. And I'm like, listen, they used Shayna right in NXT. They used Oscar right in NXT. They used Ronda the best they could for her. And you know, for what she could offer. If Jessamine had something, they would have at least done something with her in NXT.
0: Yeah, they try to do like the tag team thing with with Marina Shafir, and then even being like the lackeys or like the bodyguards or like the seconds for Shayna Baszler when she was women's champion. And it, I felt like that kind of was working for a bit, but then Shayna got called up, and then Marina is being put together with Roddy whenever Roddy does come back. So I think Jessamine's like, we got nothing for you. We're not doing anything with
1: you. Bye. Oh my wife's. My wife is not going to be happy. The baby just woke up, but at uh, least she's still awake. So, um, no, I'm with you. Like, it is what it is. I. She didn't do anything for me. She didn't impress me in any of the times I saw her wrestle. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised she was released. But we finally got what the internet has been asking for, ladies and gentlemen, along with all the releases. But on his own, separate because apparently he is so special. He they kept his job this long anyway. Velveteen Dream is no longer a WWE superstar. Patrick is gone.
0: Patrick Clark. I refuse to call him by his other name. I Patrick to, Clark. I He's I fired now. Him. What
1: does it fucking matter? I refuse to call him by his name. Jesus. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> I'm committing to this bit. I never understood the. I'm not going to call him by his his gimmick name. I'm only going to call him by his government name. The that whole thing because like. The guy is a douchebag. Actually, Patrick Clark, the guy that you're referring to, is the real douchebag. That's the person that was messaging underage boys and doing shit. So that's the person you're acknowledging. By not calling him Patrick Clark and by calling him Velveteen Dream, at least you're not acknowledging the existence of a more than likely possible pedophile who got away with a legal loophole.
0: That's exactly what happened. That He basically got away with a loophole, and then – for the most part, a lot of people don't even know what happened. A lot of people just assume that he was falsely accused, and they try to like get it all together with all the Austin Theory stuff and everything else in between. So, yeah,
1: you saw the, that in uh, the Smacked Raw chat on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I, I saw well, that.
0: Ex- I, I, that's exactly where I, I believe saw
1: that. I explained it right, and you can correct. Yeah, me. you
0: ex- explained it fantastically. I wanted to jump into it, but then I'm like, sure enough, there's Matt, like being like the amazing man that he is, f- putting in all the details. Look, up, look, look at him look at things. him
1: look at him He says so smug <laughs> um so basically for the, anyone who is not familiar with everything that happened um Patrick Clark was messaging uh 16 year old boys uh plural sending them pictures of himself using his position as WWE to kind of try and influence them and even request you know pictures of them after they worked out kind of talking about maybe we can get you trained and alluding to sexual acts. And due to the fact that in the state that he lived in, um, even though the legal age of consent is 18, they have what they call a Romeo and Juliet law that states that I believe anyone from the age of 16 can date someone up to the age of 23. This or 17. Yeah. Yeah. This fell under that Romeo and Juliet law, which is why he was never convicted or arrested because technically in the state that he was in, legally, he did nothing wrong. But as we all know, just because legally you did nothing wrong doesn't mean what you did isn't still fucking gross and disgusting and wrong.
0: Exactly. And I'm kind of just glad that he's out of there and just isn't part of the company anymore.
1: And if I'm wrong about that, you guys are free to let me know. Um, I don't want someone telling me that I'm wrong and not having proof that I'm wrong, though. Don't like just come out to defend Velveteen Dream. Yeah. Like, well, there's nothing wrong with that because... In my opinion, there is twenty-three-year-old should not be messaging a sixteen-year-old asking for sexual favors. It is what it is. It's where I stand. Um, Where do you guys or Katie? Where would you like to start? AEW, NXT, Raw, or SmackDown?
2: Um, let's start with Raw because listen, since I didn't have to take notes, I don't remember like anything (laughs) wrestling-wise this week.
1: (laughs) Let me tell you what happened. Um, much like you arrived in the group chat uh uh i'm not sorry i'm sorry not the group chat much like you arrived to young kings wrestling on saturday bobby lashley arrived with a train of we'll call them fans uh to the arena mvp issues an open challenge drew tries to accept mvp clarifies drew and braun are excluded from the challenge and then uh drew needs to get to the back of the line we have aj defeating elias Riker attacks aj almost chases Riker and elias off or chases Riker off and then Elias tax AJ uh, Riddle tries to parlay between the new day and Randy. Randy refuses to apologize. Alexis playground with the new tag team champs and Tamina does not seem happy to be there at all. Uh, Garza defeats Gulak shoves a rose in his mouth after the win, as he promised to do. Tazawa defeated a confused R-Truth during an interview for the 24 seven title, which we have not seen since 316 day.
0: I was actually oh, really? gonna make I was actually gonna make a point of it on the podcast last week, but I forgot and I was like, where the fuck's our truth been?
1: Yeah, no, we have not seen the 24-7 title since Bad Bunny gave it back to our truth on 316 day or oh, whatever yeah. the pay-per-view. Yeah, it was, right
0: yeah after, it was yeah, it was it. Was, I think it was raw. Yeah, it might have been the raw. It was raw. Yeah, but and, and here here you go. Bad Bunny's impact. The minute he drops the title. It, it loses its value on TV, and it's okay. A showcase. I'm just saying, calm down. I'm just calm saying, calm down. Is it coincidence? Spe- sp-
1: okay, so if you want to talk about it, when we get to the swallow, we'll get there, but we're not done running down Raleigh. i So been so Uh, Randy loses to Kofi. Uh, then Randy and Kofi and Woods argue, and then Riddle defends Kofi and puts Woods on his ass because New Day didn't listen to me, and I tried to tell them, and they should have listened. Uh, the sexy muscle friends and ravishing, wow, the sexy muscle friends and Ravishing Glow want title matches Charlotte interrupts she wants a singles title shot gets a match with Asuka instead Rhea wants some new competition uh Tamina and Natalia defeat Shania Reggie is blinded by Pyro probably from Alexa Bliss while trying to get involved because Alexa warned him to stay out and we now have new or wait was this the rematch yeah this was the rematch for the this SmackDown is right. Tag Team. This was the rematch. Yeah. Um Sheamus calls out Ricochet We get a a Ricochet interview. He stole Sheamus' entrance gear, mocks Sheamus. Sheamus ends up defeating Ricochet, mentions that he's going to do Bobby's Open Challenge like everyone else throughout the night. Oscar defeats Charlotte. Priest defeats Morrison. It's a normal Lumberjack match except Nikki Crosses finally on TV again. God, that's sad to say that the best they (laughs) could do was make her a Lumberjack. And why was it a Lumberjack match? Neither here nor there. Um, Sheldon's interrupted during a challenge Bobby interviews Cedric talks shit and gets knocked the fuck out and in our main event Bobby loses to Kofi non-title as per MVP Drew steals the cane from MVP and hits Bobby with it allowing Kofi to get the roll-up and the win but we did see former WWE champion Kofi Kingston pin current WWE champion Bobby Lashley in the main event of Raw and for me that's fucking awesome and where I'm going to start with my swallows
0: that's uh, that's actually what I want to swallow first and foremost is the fact that Kofi Kingston not only got a win over Randy Orton, but over the WWE champion. Him just being in that main event spot again in the title picture with the champion just felt right and long overdue. Like, that's the one thing I didn't want to have happen with Kofi. It's like, okay, fine, have him go back to doing some tag team, but make sure you circle back to him being like a top WWE champion star make sure he doesn't get lost in the shuffle and doesn't get that opportunity right back. And sure enough, they're going right back to him. And it, maybe it's the fact that a lot of their big time baby, they don't really have a baby face to go up against Bobby Lashley. They had a tweener and Braun Strowman that had the top baby face in Drew McIntyre. What other top baby faces do they have on raw? Maybe it's a circumstance of like, just based on where the roster is at right now, but Kofi Kingston versus Bobby Lashley, I think, is, like, a great, fantastic way to, like, transition Bobby Lashley into his next feud. Kofi's a great challenger, and honestly, that was the only reason I stayed for Raw. Usually, I turn it off before the main event and then just, like, catch the highlights. Uh,
1: Wait, 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 wait. Katie's our guest, so let's hear what Katie. Rana.
2: No, 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 you no. Can keep talking; it's okay. He wanted,
1: he's gonna no. He's gonna change subjects, So before I let yes. him change subject, yes, <laughs> I want to hear what Katie wants to swallow, and then if Katie swallows something that Vince doesn't want us or doesn't or that wants to swallow and doesn't, then Vince will go. And if you guys miss something, I'll go last. So, Katie, what are you swallowing from Raw this week?
2: Um, I Kofi and Bobby for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Vince said, it best seeing Kofi in that spot again was great and the fact that he pinned him even better, that's probably going to lead to them at Hell in a Cell, which won't even be a bad match. It'll be fucking awesome. Um, I don't even know what else. Vince, go again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, to add to that, the the way that I saw Raw play off with uh, Kofi Kingston, it almost felt like uh, Xavier Woods was this manager and if you remember... There was talks of breaking up the New Day like way months back, having Biggie on one brand, uh, Kofi on the other brand, and Xavier Woods being like a manager on both brands for both guys. So we're kind of seeing a little bit of that. It's just... Again, as much I love Xavier Woods, I feel like sometimes he usually gets like the short end of the stick when it comes to the new day stuff. So hopefully he gets like a mid card like feud. Maybe he can go for an icy title as well. I don't want this to just be the Kofi Kingston show with Xavier Woods in the background just blowing his trombone to get a distraction out of it. You know, now,
1: before uh, Young Kings Wrestling yells at us, let me correct myself. Uh, the Almighty WWE Champion Bobby Lashley.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I want to swallow. Uh, the ho train well sure 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 we'll we'll swallow that but i want to swallow angel garza making drew swallow a rose i think that was fantastic because it's angel garza and he said he did what he said he was going to do
1: i was gonna say i have to say when a man says if i beat you i'm gonna shove a rose up your ass and then he sticks a rose in your (laughs) pants and punts it up your taint and then you complain it's about true. it and says I'm I was embarrassed and he says, All right, well, if I beat you again, I'm gonna shove it down your throat, and then he beats you again and shoves it in your mouth. Uh I I gotta side with Vince on that one. That's yeah. pretty fucking I good. mean,
2: that's that's fair. He he's a man of his word. It's just they I don't think the rose gimmick needs to be a thing. They're both great. So that's why I was just like, eh.
1: I'd rather have him do this than just randomly show up backstage and hand random women roses and not do anything.
2: Well. It just have him be a wrestler Not some fucking bachelor Like I don't understand oh,
0: he, Well he's not a bachelor Because he's obviously engaged
1: He's I'm giving not. out roses But now he's giving them out to men Maybe in so? their, there's a
0: relationship Here going on And the rose is like in a green light Saying hey you're the chosen
1: one That rose was stuck in the two sexual orifices That males have
0: Yes that is very true. That's very true. Implying that he's has multiple openings right now. Is is that what we're getting at?
1: I don't think that's what we're getting at. But. Uh, okay, okay. So <laughs> <Cool>. I
0: completely, <laughs> completely steered off.
2: Is Vince just, drunk again? I'm just saying
1: Angel Garza is a slightly sexual character and he stuck roses in sexual places. That That's the only place I was going. I don't know what this multiple openings thing that you got going on is, but hey, cool. Um, <laughs> I'm going to assume you're also swallowing uh, your boy Seamus.
0: Uh, I must always swallow Sheamus every day and any day he's on television. However, I don't know how I felt about the whole Ricochet-Sheamus interaction this week. It just, it kind of felt weird. It kind of felt off. Ricochet kind of came off a little dorky to me.
2: Yeah. Ricochet I always
1: it's... comes off dorky. Ricochet whoa, 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 which is dorky.
0: Disappointing, which is so disappointing. It, that's yeah. why we
1: stopped saying pretty Ricky is what they call him, because that's for somebody cool. And he, unfortunately, is not cool.
0: Bring back Umberto Korea. That's what they should have done. Bring well, back all
1: well, wasn't he injured? <laughs> unfortunately, your fame, your favorite boy, put him out. So
0: that's what happens when you step to the goat. Yeah.
1: Oh Jesus
0: Christ! <laughs> Where's my little house party this week?
1: Thank God, not here. Um, <laughs> you uh, swallowing anything else?
0: I don't think so. Unfortunately.
1: All right, I got two more things. I'm going to swallow Randy losing to Kofi only because. The New Day learned their lesson. They've been palling around with this jackass Matt Riddle, hashtag Ritter over Riddle, and I've been saying for weeks, you're making yourself look stupid by aligning yourself with him. And then he put Woods on his ass, and I was like, see, motherfucker, I told you to stay away from him. He is the white devil. And mm, and here you are looking stupid by trusting this man because he sided with a dude that said the N-word on the internet over you guys. Now we know where he stands. Anything to bury Matt Riddle on this podcast. Anything to Anything. bury Matt Riddle. And I, I have to say that was quite a nice little logical line I drew there. So yeah. anyway, um, and also, <laughs> uh, while well, I'm not swallowing Priest versus Morrison necessarily for the lumberjack match aspect of it, which was whatever, I'm going to swallow mm-hmm. the fact that Nikki Cross was back on TV, yeah, even was only fair. a lumberjack match, and had a nice little spot where she by herself. Chuck John Morrison back into the ring without any help, <laughs> and then was super excited about it. So, love me some. Nikki She's
2: Cross. a beast. Fucking love <laughs> Nikki Cross.
1: Um, what are we spitting this week?
0: Go ahead, Kitty. You get the spitting honors first.
2: Thank you. <laughs> um, I'm gonna. I'll spit Oscar and Charlotte just because. Um, I'm so overseeing it. We've seen it too many times. I mean, Charlotte lost, so that's a win for me. But I'm over Charlotte being in the title picture. I'm over her and Asuka. I mean, you have other women on the roster. Utilize them in some way, shape, or form. Not just for these tag titles that are basically non-existent again. Uh, So True,
0: true, true. Um, Anything else,
2: Katie? yeah off
0: the top of my head no okay i want to spit alexa bliss and whatever the fuck she's doing with lily i don't like it i'm over (laughs) it i'm sick of it it's overplayed
1: uh i'll i'll let him stop there that's enough of that um (laughs) you said your piece uh i i am I, I don't agree, but I do agree. I feel like she needs to be doing more, but I don't hate what she is doing. There just needs to be more to it. Well, if you keep mouthing hate it, I'm not going to unmute you.
2: No, he's mouthing ass, I think.
1: No, he's hate it.
2: Oh, hate it. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, she needs to be doing more. She needs to be out there actually attacking people. The the supernatural fire from the ring post, giving Shayna a Charlie horse thing, like, that's not working for me that's not what I want to see Alexa Bliss doing I want to see Alexa Bliss out there hurting people and then like having black shit drip from her face or making people cough up shit but while she's in the ring interacting with them yeah that's what I want so I I agree um oh yeah (laughs) I forgot I want to say I also want to swallow Shelton finally punching Cedric in the face so that was a swallow uh but yeah no I'm with you I'm spitting out oscar versus charlotte because how many times we gotta fucking see oscar versus charlotte exactly
2: mm-hmm.
1: how many times can we see oscar versus charlotte Rhea versus charlotte oscar versus Rhea? like we need more than three people in this title picture and if you're only gonna have three people they can't be having matches every fucking week against each other thank you we have to do better and Rhea's right she needs new blood she needs someone new besides these two fucking women so get her someone new i may not like her haircut neither here nor there get her someone new. Also, I need her to find the Rio that was in NXT and not listen to whoever's producing her for the main roster because they're not doing her any favors. Um, I'm also going to spit the Tamina Naya, Natalia Shay fucking tag match because, again, just saw it at the pay-per-view the night before. Didn't need to see the rematch the very next night. And it doesn't look like they're breaking up Shayna. So,
0: in fact, aren't, I think they're getting a rematch next week on
2: Raw they
1: are yeah so yeah no they just can't stop just redoing shit and it's gonna lead us into fucking smackdown later too mm-hmm. um where are we going next mm-hmm. oh, ross spit or swallow overall
0: i'm only gonna swallow because of Kofi. that's it if, it, if the Kofi stuff didn't happen it's a spit
2: no, I I think overall, it's just more bad than good. I'll spit.
1: I'm going to swallow as well, and here's why. We featured Ricochet, uh, Drew Gulak, and Angel Garza this week, which I do appreciate. You had the Kofi thing, which I thought was really cool. You had uh, Shelton finally getting comeuppance on Cedric, which I really enjoyed. And Matt Riddle finally showed his true colors, and now everyone sees I was fucking right about him all along. So... <laughs> I'm gonna swallow that. for you know him finally coming out as a douchebag. I've said he is. Uh, Katie, where do you want to go next? AEW, NXT, or SmackDown?
2: Uh, let's just go down the week. Let's do NXT.
1: We kick it off with Tony Storm defeating Zoe Stark. After which Frankie appears but does nothing. Um, Legato and Champa and Thatcher interview. Le- fucking Thatcher. In the interview, says "Elgato no tiene zapatos," which I believe means the cat has no shoes. Yeah, that's
0: he actually translated
1: <laughs> yeah, it exact- for himself. Yeah. Him, so. yeah. Um, Grimes <laughs> arrives, tells Atlas to park him up front. Atlas says that's DiBiase's spot. Grimes isn't amused. They have a match. Grimes loses to Atlas uh, after being distracted by Ted DiBiase. Indy and Candace get massages and facials, and Dexter is massaging Indy while she's talking shit about Dexter, and then Dexter leaves sad. And then we get some more bullshit where Candace basically outs herself to Indy because someone came up asking her about credit card charges and Indy's like, oh, wait, those flowers, did you send those? And instead of being mad at Candace fucking gets happy that Dexter still loves her after breaking his heart. Uh, We got a cross V Balor hype package. Dane defeats Wolf. Wolf gets beat down and then fucking fired. Pete Dunn gets interviewed, lists why he wants to fight people. Uh, Ever-Rise interrupts Raquel in Dakota's interview. I actually didn't pay attention to this interview, so if there was anything interesting that Vince or Katie, please fill me in. Um, Legato defeats Thatcher and Champa. GYV attack Champa from behind the ref's back, allowing Legato to get that win. Bobby Fish calls out Pete Dunn. Uh, Aaliyah loses to Saray because... Vince loves Ali and she's got to be on the show. Then we get a fire pit promo. So everything that I said, I spit NXT last week because we didn't get, I got this week. Shotzi number are back. They're breaking it down. They're starting from scratch and they're not done with those women's tag team champions. You're goddamn right. They're not. Uh, but they're also not getting an immediate rematch the very next night after losing them. And then another rematch after losing that and another rematch after losing that. So, hey, booking. Um Hit Road defeats Nissan Davari. And in our main event, we crown a new NXT North American champion as Bronson Reed, against all odds, squashes Johnny Gargano like a bug for the one, two, three inside a steel cage. What are we swallowing from NXT? Katie, wow. you're the uh,
2: Tony and Zoe, 100%. As. They're incredible, and her new finisher—I've—I've oh. I've watched her do that so many times. It's insane. I can't even figure out what the fuck she actually does.
1: It's a hip toss into a DDT that, uh, until told otherwise, we'll be referring to as the Cake Eater.
2: There we go. Cake Eater. Okay. I was waiting for you to say that,
1: <clears throat> even though I got shit for it in the chat.
2: I think I it was did. just the the chat of us four.
1: Yeah. 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 No, it was just Reek yeah, and Katie. Isn't in that one. It was just Reek and Katie giving me shit for my clever ass name. Mm.
2: I mean, yeah. I laughed. I thought it was funny. I said, she's well, the cake I mean... boss,
1: it's the cake eater." Okay. <laughs> Told you I watched Mighty Ducks not too long ago. Um, <laughs> what else know. was Yeah, no, it, it was a great match. Both women are talented as hell. That finisher is fucking dope when Zoe kicked out of Storm Zero, I was like, "Oh shit." What is Tony going to pull out? I thought it was going to be a submission. It wasn't a submission. It was this dope judo hip toss into a DDT that again, like you said, I just kept watching the gif of over and over and over again. Just amazed. I was,
2: it was so cool. Like I've never seen that before, but it, and if I have, I've never seen it that clean. I love Tony storm. I'm not a Stan like RN, but like, I love Tony storm.
0: RN stands for other reasons.
2: I know. <laughs> Trust me, I know.
1: RN wishes he was the cake eater.
0: <laughs> that's true.
1: Um, <laughs> what else are we swallowing from NXT?
2: Um, I mean, Champa, Thatcher are, I mean, that's always a given because I just love the two of them together. So, I mean, they're just two dudes who just like to beat up people and their their chemistry back and forth, plus Thatcher's fucking lying, like...
0: <laughs>
2: exactly. Uh, I, will like, say I love he, that.
0: He said it with conviction, almost like he didn't knew what he was saying, and that's what made it funny, but then later him knowing what he said... Uh, I thought it was funny. The delivery was very hilarious. It could have flopped. It could have been very uh, terribly done, but he did a solid job with it. Um, Added to what Katie said, uh, I want to swallow the fact that Legado got a win because that inches them closer to seeing that Legado versus MSK match that I really, really want to see because I love both teams. Uh, Can we just agree that anything Cameron Grimes does is a swallow? Until he like decides to stop being entertaining.
1: It's a hairy yeah. swallow, but yeah, it's a swallow. It's
0: okay. No, There's no. no. Wrong with little, like, I won't say panic.
1: anything because we did talk last week, Vince, about how we can only go so far before Ted DiBiase has to find an avatar to fight for him. Like, we can mm-hmm. only do scenes of Ted DiBiase, one-upping Cameron Grimes, so yeah. long before it's like, fuck, what's going on here? Kind of like yeah. we almost... Got there with Alistair Black, which we'll talk about later, but we didn't. And how we're kind of complaining about Alexa Bliss not actually doing anything. Yeah. Eventually, you get tired of just the same shit week after week. It needs to build to something. And what it needs to build to, if we're not going to see DiBiase in a ring, is DiBiase managing someone to take on Cameron Grimes.
0: What yeah. if this is the case where... Because they're going to do a face-off next week, between the two of them. So that, that's, that's where the next development is. What if this is a setup to have DiBiase manage Grimes? Some, teach him the ways of the million-dollar man. I was thinking about this last week, and I just, I'm like, I kind of want to see where this plays out. And it, yeah, we can go with the whole he has a proxy versus Cameron Grimes. But what if this is all slowly to build up Cameron Grimes and DiBiase as an alliance? I think I'd like to see that. I think that would be my preferred way of going. It's similar.
1: So here's the issue with that. Yes. Otis and Mandy, one of the best storylines that we had until Otis actually got Mandy. And once he got what we wanted to see him get, he wasn't fucking entertaining anymore. Mm -hmm. And then they gave him the money in the bank and everyone's like, wait, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I didn't want to see Otis as WWE champion ever. Nope. I just wanted to see Otis get the girl mm-hmm. and he got her. And then I was done with him because it was all about the entertaining chase right now. The chase is all about the entertaining him getting to DiBiase. If he gets yeah. DiBiase and DiBiase becomes his manager, we lose all of these fun segments because they're together now. And does it kill the spark that is Cameron Grimes and his million dollar uh, antics.
0: I mean, I it, it will eliminate him every week, being like, that darn, that Divyasi! You know, so like the line would be gone. So he wouldn't be yelling that every week. However, I don't know. Well, I'm open to the idea because I feel like it still could be good. But honestly, either avenue would, wouldn't be a miss for me. And by the way, I finally found the Waldo penis. I didn't know that like, from last week. So. I don't think I looked at it last week.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, I'll say with the Grimes DBossie thing, if DBossie manages Cameron Grimes, say Cameron Grimes goes on a winning streak, you really think he's actually going to like go for a title and like get a title opportunity? I don't North think it's going to lead to anything.
0: North American title opportunity for sure. I can
1: I totally mean, see maybe. that. Maybe.
2: I maybe mean, now. He,
1: he was a North American championship contender. Yeah. And I'm prior to this, I didn't go think, in the ring. Like, yeah, he can go. I, in that's the ring. that's
2: the thing. Like, he's fantastic in the ring, but I just I don't know it if, if DiBiase being his manager would help elevate him like that. I don't know.
1: Unless they gave him the million dollar championship, now you're thinking. Now okay, you're okay. all that body hair is going to get tangled up in that belt and probably rip out and hurt. Uh, but.
0: <laughs> no, I I think for sure for sure. Uh, even without being paired up with Teddy DiBiase, I think the ceiling right now for Cram and Grimes is the North American title picture. I think that's still something that's attainable. Who knows? He just needs to be a little bit more serious. He becomes a little bit more serious. I could see him being a contender for the NXT title because I honestly didn't see Bronson Reed being in the North American title picture. I just kind of saw him as a big guy that would be used in NXT frequently and then be called up to main roster before actually winning any title. And look at what happened. They slowly build him builds him up and you never know. Cameron and with NXT, you don't need to be a big, strong physique guy. You just need to be an entertaining, vocal guy. You need to be a solid worker in the ring. I think he's about the same size as Adam Cole. I'm not saying he's as good as Adam Cole. I think Cole. we've
1: spent more than enough time on Cameron Grimes. What else? I don't else think we swallowing? spent
0: enough time on Cameron Grimes. <laughs> what else are we swallowing? Uh,
1: Vinci brought up. Bronson Reed. I think that's a good thing to swallow next is Johnny Gargano losing to Bronson Reed and Bronson Reed achieving his goal of becoming North American champion after this chase and all of these attempts and all of these North American title ladder matches and things he's been involved in hanging around that picture. He finally reached the pinnacle of that part of the division um, and is our new champion. So good for Bronson Reed, man. And it was, it was a hell of a match. He had to fight off Austin Theory and Johnny Gargano Every attempt he made to escape and win was thwarted by theory. Finally, he took the uh, pinfall in the middle of the ring with that splash off the top rope. Um, I I enjoyed the hell out of it, and I I actually did not expect him to walk out as champ, so I popped a little bit when he did win.
0: Yeah, I didn't actually see it coming, so that's a definite swallow for me. That's good to see him win that title. And
2: yeah, I think just because, like, shock factor alone, I don't think anybody expected him to walk out as the champ. So, for sure, swallowing that.
0: I think right now with NXT, like, almost with every single title, like, every single champion, I should say, I never expected them to actually win those titles. You can go to Kushida, like, Candace and uh, and Indy, Bronson Reed, and Cross. Okay, believable that he'd win that title. But like it's it's kind of crazy because almost all their champions didn't see them being winning. The Definitely didn't and,
1: see MSK winning.
0: I saw MSK
2: winning. I didn't see. No, I didn't see him you winning. You wanted this early. MSK
1: to win.
0: I saw them winning that thing.
1: There was no reason that should have been GYV all day long. <laughs> um, I'm also gonna swallow Hit Rose debut Ashanti yep. the Adonis and Top Dalla beating uh. RN's favorite jobbers, Tony Nese and Aria Davari, from 205 Live. We all know how much RN likes his white boys with long brown hair. Tony Nese being one of those guys. He doesn't, I, I really don't think he listens to this show, so I don't know why I do this because I should shame him for not listening to our show. Cause like, what the fuck, bro?
0: Exactly. Exactly. But, uh, he has all this free time now. What's his excuse? Mm-hmm.
2: Don't even get me started on all that. <laughs>
1: Um, I'm also going to swallow the fire pit promo because I am just happy to have Shotzi and Ember motherfucking back on my TV where they belong and let me know that just because they lost, they're not giving up. They're not breaking up because they actually worked as a tag team. Unlike Shania, they worked together as a tag team. They were enjoyable as women tag team champions, and they're also not forcing themselves directly, as I said, into a title rematch. They're going to start from the bottom, strip it down, and work their way back up, and I respect the shit out of that. So can't wait to see more from my girls, Ember and Shotzi. For sure, uh, for sure. Anything else from the show? I mean, you said Legato and Thatcher. You guys want to swallow Bobby Fish? Um, Vince, you want to swallow Aaliyah?
0: I'm spitting Aaliyah.
1: Okay. Uh, we did Carrie Grimes. Um, I'm going to spit the Indian Candace stuff for obvious reasons. I don't know if you guys want to swallow the massage segment.
0: Uh, I'll gargle it or spit it, honestly, because I'm spitting I, it. I didn't really care for it. It came off kind of cheesy. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: Now, see, I'm going to disagree with that, but we'll get there. Um, and then Dane v. Wolf. It's kind
0: of there. I was okay. surprising to see the attack happen to Alexander Wolf, but given that he was released, it all makes sense now.
1: All right, so I'm spitting them breaking Dexter Loomis's heart. And then the un that's why I'm spitting it. I honestly didn't like, I was kind of excited when I saw that it was Dexter massaging Indy. And I was like, he's going to like steal her away when Candace is talking and something's going to happen here. And he's going to like, without saying anything, like convince her that it wasn't him and everything's going to be okay. And instead she shit talked him and he walked away like a puppy dog who got scolded, and I was hurt to see my boy Dexter treated that way after all he's done is shown her love and affection that she asked for fully consensual. She initiated all of this, he reciprocated, True. and then she broke his heart. And then on top of that, we get back to this fucking segment. And when we find out that Indy knows Candace is the perpetrator, Indy knows Candace did this shit. She's not even fucking mad at Candace. If my best friend tricked me into believing that the person that I had a crush on didn't like me or was cheating on me for selfish reasons. And I found out I'm probably punching my best friend in the fucking face. Travis. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Just saying shit's not cool. You didn't even have good intentions. It's not even like he was a bad guy and you were trying to help her. You just wanted to win tag team titles and didn't want her to be distracted. So I'm going to be pissed at her about that. And Candice or Indy was just like, Oh my God, that means he still loves me. That means he still loves me. And like, didn't even give a fuck that your friend just did you dirty, like Mm -hmm. extremely dirty.
2: I mean, I like your idea about Dexter Loomis, like trying to, you know, Sweet talk, indie and everything.
1: the man doesn't talk, Matt. No, it's not sweet talk. It's all with his eyes and expressions. So what picture this. He's massaging. He's trying
0: right? to take notes. So he, he reaches down and, do and he, he
1: removes the fucking cucumbers from her eyes. She looks up and her eyes get big and he just takes a finger and puts it to her lips. And then whisks her away and just stares at her. And she's talking as if they're having a conversation and looking <laughs> into his eyes and answering all of her own questions and figures yeah. everything out on her own. Just from eye contact, that would have been an amazing segment. That would have been fantastic. That is not what we got.
2: (laughs) That was like a romance novel you were writing over there.
0: He's
1: been writing it. (laughs) He's been writing it.
2: (laughs) He flexes. He's like,
1: yeah. What about it? Maybe I write index fan fiction. Who knows?
2: I wouldn't put it past you. Is there a
0: subreddit for that? I need to go ahead and join. I think
2: that's like a Tumblr thing, Vince.
0: No, 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 no. It's it it could be a Reddit Reddit thing too.
1: All right. Uh, anyone else want to spit anything else from the show? You don't want to spit Aaliyah? You were going to spit Aaliyah, now you're not going to spit Aaliyah? I already spit, spit Aaliyah? I already spat no, Aaliyah. You said you were going to, but we didn't get to the point where you actually didn't.
0: It's, I'm spitting Aaliyah anytime okay. I see Aaliyah. You're so I'm fucking no.
1: rude. Give that poor girl a chance. <laughs> Katie, you got anything you want to spit from the show? <laughs> no.
0: See, I have nothing against the person. It's just the wrestler I don't care for.
1: Uh, we spit or swallow in NXT overall. Uh, Swallow. why do you say it like you don't want to swallow nxt or you're <laughs> unsure you swallow nxt every goddamn week nxt could put on probably one of the worst shows and you'd be like well you know i'm an nxt guy so and you're gonna no, swallow well, anyway
0: well if nxt puts on the bad show I'm like i will spit it if i feel like it was like a subpar show i will gargle it i'm i'm leaning towards swallowing it but it, it was just kind of there It wasn't like a bad show but it was it was legato
1: like- got the win Zoe and Tony tore it down. Bronson won the championship.
0: Like it was a solid show. made a debut. It was a solid show, but I'm swallowing it. I'm swallowing it.
1: Okay. Well, I'm swallowing it, Katie. I'm also swallowing it, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's three That's three swallows. Uh, you said you just want to go in order, right? So we'll hit AEW next? Yep. Yep. Uh We kick it off with Christian defeating Seidel. Uh Starks distracts him from the stage while Team Taz jumps Christian and Seidel after the match. Hangman comes out in the most disrespectful moment in wrestling history this week, looks at the man whose neck he fractured and says, hold my beer, bitch, and then goes in the ring and starts trying to whoop some ass. Unfortunately, my boy Hangman just couldn't outplay the numbers and also gets taken out. Mox and Kingston defeat the acclaimed. Uh, Max Caster, for the first time in his entire rapping career on AEW, finally drops a half-decent line about – Renee giving him some oral sessions with the hand motion. And no. then the other guy that no one cares about says, we're talking about her podcast. Uh, Jericho and Malenko are backstage. Apparently Jericho said some shit about the acclaimed or the pinnacle, but I also missed that. Uh, Ethan and sky in ring interview, the trash Sting and Darby sting and Darby jumped them. And then uh, as they try and run away, dark order blocks them from exiting one hole. So they exit through the back hole because apparently again without any context at some point dark order just became a part of this since i don't watch BTE, i don't know why then we got a pinnacle dinner promo where max is eating steak and running his mouth and really just doesn't like jericho uh rebel versus karu shida brit ends up hitting karu with her belt and then standing over her like the badass that she is because we have all come to love motherfucking brit baker you're next AEW women's champion, yeah. hopefully, gets a way cooler belt than the Faberge egg. Um, hopefully. orange <laughs> Cassidy is with the trainer and his friends, they get kicked out. He's insulted by Don and Kenny, who offer him a contract to postpone his title match until he's feeling better, which seems fair. You're hurt, why not wait get the title match? Yeah. Later. Cassidy be a singles contract, is not interested, yeah, and it would be a singles match, yeah. Um Inner Circle comes out, doesn't acknowledge the fact that the little bit of the bubbly bath was shitty and tries to put it over like it was actually something cool, but also accepts the challenge. All four of them go out of their way to say they're down. uh, And if they lose, they will have to disband after what I hope is not a comedy stadium stampede um yeah mjf's lawyer tries to snag jade as a client but she's like hey this isn't the time to do it this isn't the place Get the fuck out of here red velvet loses to serena deeb uh we got a Pac interview a gogo drops austin gunn and then cody comes out to his aid because apparently cody cares about austin gunn now um kazarian promo. oh no i'm sorry cody is america and america hates england uh tea party <laughs> that's right uh, Kazarian promo he's pissed Miro and Archer have a segment Miro threatens Archer and Jake basically saying Jake if you get near me I'm gonna fuck you up so bad DDP yoga can't save you um, I like that line in our main event the Bucks defeat the Varsity Blondes and then Mox and Kingston jump them and steal their sneakers which their everyone absolutely bus. seemed to love Clearly, clearly Kingston has experience doing this and Mox does not. Uh, what are we swallowing from AEW Dynamite?
2: Uh-huh. Uh, Red Velvet and Serena Deep by far. Yeah. That match was killer. Yep. As Red Velvet has, I mean, she's come really far the past three months, I think is when she like really started getting big. Whenever whenever like the Shaq stuff was, I don't remember when
1: that was. Well, yeah, like, no, she was uh, Brandy's protege and I made fun of her because I'm like, how can you learn from someone who can't wrestle how to wrestle? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um, you're just like Brandy's mini me. This is not going to be any good, but I was wrong. Like she's really uh, through, I guess, the Nightmare Factory or whatever she's training, uh, really put in the work and really in the, uh, since the Jade Cargill match uh, with Cody, impressed. Um, And this was another case where obviously having a dance partner like Serena Deeb doesn't hurt, but uh, she's being featured more. She's doing a great job. And uh, this made me wonder, like, why aren't we seeing more women from the NWA coming out to challenge Serena Deeb to get their title back? Because Serena Deeb is a contracted AEW wrestler. Like we, The only person I think they're doing justice to is Moxley with the IWGP US title because he's had Kenta show up and go after him. He's had Yuji Nagata come on and challenge him for that belt. So New Japan is coming over saying, hey, we want our fucking belt back. But all of these other wrestlers, Kenny Omega, who's had the AAA championship for God knows how long now, at least two years, nobody from Mexico outside of the Lucha Bros who were technically signed to AEW have yeah. really gone after him for that belt or shown up. Well, I'm I'm hoping now I want them to show up on dynamite doing a promo in Spanish challenging to a match. Triple mania is not them showing up on his show, challenging him for the championship. Same thing. Wait, I have a question. Is Moose still under contract to impact?
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Because I saw some shit about him saying where people wanted him to go and people were asking. I thought he was a number one contender. I thought they made him the number one contender.
2: He is
1: people were like, oh, who do you want to see challenge for the Impact title next? And it's like, Moose wasn't on the list. Isn't he the number one contender? But neither here nor there. Moose is a bad motherfucker. <laughs> Why is Moose not beating down Dynamite's door, fighting his way through security, getting arrested on Dynamite TV, screaming for Kenny Omega's fucking head because he feels disrespected that that piece of shit is walking around with his belts from his company. That's yeah. That would get me excited watching Dynamite. That would get me excited to go watch fucking Impact to see what is Moose going to say? Who's he going to fuck up? Because Rich Swann didn't show up and do shit to Kenny Omega when Kenny Omega was going over there talking shit. Rich Swann couldn't even get into his own fucking show, let alone Dynamite. They are disrespecting these other companies that they are holding titles with outside of New Japan, and I do not like it. I want to see women from Impact showing up challenging the AEW women's wrestlers. I want to see NWA women send fucking Melina over and have her jump. I don't know if Melina's a heel or a babyface. Have her attack Serena Deeb or whoever the top heel is. Have her attack Serena Deeb after a match and put a challenge out there for whenever they're going to have. Like You don't have to have the match on the show, but you can at least have some cross-promotion on the show for your talent who's holding a championship in another company. Yeah. this was a great match sorry to go off on a rant but that's you know, what i want to see that's what would get me excited damn what <laughs> else are we swallowing
0: uh that besides that rant? <laughs> <laughs> uh i want to i want to swallow eddie uh, uh eddie kingston stealing the bucks shoes i thought that was great uh i i, I don't know i i can't i'm Kind of swallowing the backstage stuff between Don Callis, Kenny, and o- 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 Orange Cassidy because it, it, if this is like like them just trying to get Orange Cassidy out of the match or whatever, just being more of a chicken shit heel, I think it's very very good. It's playing into that chicken shit character that they're trying to establish. And Orange Cassidy just literally just saying nothing and ripping up the contract. I thought it was perfectly executed. Uh Miro, his uh, his line, especially the one specifically to Jake Roberts, I thought that was great. Uh, Miro as a TNT champion, I think it's going to be pretty good. And I'm looking forward to that. And, uh, just anything Brett Baker does is all good.
1: True. I'm with you on that. Let's, uh, let's talk Brett Baker. So not that we're necessarily going to swallow the rebel versus Hikaru Shida match. Cause it was what it was. And it ended the way it ended. Not that it was terrible, <laughs> but not that it was anything to fucking be over the moon about, but, Seeing Britt Baker holding that AEW Women's Championship standing over a fallen Akarushita. The fact that the women who are going to be in a title match have not fucking wrestled each other prior to the title match. Fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that I'm not seeing Akarushita versus Britt Baker three weeks, two weeks, and a week before I see Akaru versus Britt Baker for the fucking title makes me happy. I want to see it. I want to see the title match. I don't want to see singles matches and extra bullshit. Mixed tag, like tag, yeah, matches. Mixed, yeah, tag matches where it's Hikaru Shida and Riho versus Rebel and Brit. Like I don't, I, I don't need that shit. Weeks and weeks and weeks before I get the fucking match. Give me Brits doing a great job cutting great promos. I'd like to see a little bit more from Hikaru Shida showing that she's pissed off that she doesn't like the way Brit's talking about her. She doesn't appreciate mm-hmm. being yeah. disrespected. But outside of that brit's selling the fuck out of herself and this match and then this helped do that um we talked about red velvet um oh yeah the shoes obviously we all love that the bucks got their shoes stolen because they're a couple little bitches um and that's what happens little bitches is you get jumped and get your shoes stolen by real gangsters and eddie (laughs) kingston is clearly a real gangster how do you guys feel about Mox permanently using wild things so it was my understanding that When he used it for last week's match against Yuji Nagata, it was special because Terry Funk versus Onita, Onita used to use Wild Thing as his entrance music. Yeah. So I thought it was a cool thing that they did there because it is a New Japan match with Mox versus Yuji Nagata, and it was kind of an homage to Onita, blah blah blah. But as a permanent theme, how do you feel about? Because now it's the second week, and it sounds like they've got it. They're going to keep using it, and apparently, it's also um, the
2: major league version
1: um which i think
2: that's why i like it
1: super hyped about but uh
0: i don't i have no issue with it i would have issue if it was just mox's theme if it's him and kingston coming out with it as a tag team by all means fucking do it
1: call them wild thing that could be their yeah call
0: them wild things now you have a tag team name for them i think that'd be great but Mox, I just like his AEW theme. And I'm pretty picky about AEW themes because there's, some of them just feel like very generic, like 90s wrestling themes. And uh, some of them just can't be heard. But I love Mox's theme song. Like the minute it hits, like the beat, everything about it, I fucking love.
1: What's the song they got to replace the Best Friends theme? I don't fucking know. I can't remember.
2: Is it the song by the Pixies?
1: I think so. Don't get me wrong great song or whatever i loved the best friends theme it was the only thing i really fucking liked on aew and i was pissed when they got rid of that for like an actual song like most of the time i'm like oh dope actual music but give it to somebody who doesn't necessarily have a cool fucking theme the Mm -hmm. best friends in my opinion had the best theme in aew and you fucking took it away i was mad when orange cassidy stopped using it and they gave him his own theme but -hmm. whatever at least that jackass chuck and his really cool <laughs> friend, Trent, and Trent's mom and her van still had that theme. Now they don't. And Chris Statlander's there, and it's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like, why would you take good things away? You're supposed to fix the bad and keep the good, not get rid of the good and replace mm-hmm. it with an okay. Like, that was fucking awesome. Bump it bump it bump. But best friends. Like, I fucking love it. it it's a the, it's a banger.
0: The Martians and like the puppies and everything. Like the video, too, was
1: fantastic. Um, um, what else are we swallowing, if anything? From uh, we got we'll the, a go go match, Kazarian's promo, Miro and Archer, MJF's lawyer trying to get Jade, uh, the inner circle stuff, Pinnacle nah, promo.
0: I mean, it was just kind of there, it wasn't bad. All
1: right, but, but we oh, uh, Mox and Kingston versus the acclaimed.
2: Yeah, I'll I'll swallow that match. It was
1: actually a pretty good match. You're not going to swallow Christian?
0: I can swallow Christian. I just like the match is just there. It's just like I don't like what they're doing with him. It's like he's just in the Battle Royal.
1: Right now he's just in the Battle Royal. I I understand what you said last week where you think Christian, because of who he is, should have came in and said he was not going to be in the title picture, but then just have been put in the title picture anyway. Mm -hmm. And I get it because like, what the fuck else are they doing with like, do we really need Pac and Orange Cassidy when you've got Christian? Like, is that a more entertaining feud for the title? Like I get what you're saying, but also I respect the, we're not going to take this huge name and just make him the guy on our company. We're going to let him wrestle, let him get his reps in, let him get back to feeling good and normal in the ring let him do some shit before we just make him the face of the company, if they make him the face of the company. And really, to be honest with you, Vince, as much as you love Christian, he's probably there to put over the younger guys, Most even if he's likely. not beating them, he's there to make these guys look good. He might not be AEW champion, he might not beat Kenny Omega. So no, i mean, we'll- I
0: never said that he would be champion. I would that's exactly what Kenny Omega needs. It's a like a top like challenge. But wouldn't it's-
1: Kenny Omega versus um Christian be better for like all out or double uh, or
0: nothing is like their bigger one of their biggest pay per views it's basically their SummerSlam all out it's isn't that like a long ways away
1: yeah but it's like their WrestleMania it's their their birth pay per view
0: I think if uh, I think all out should be hanging out no I was I was agreeing I was agreeing
2: sorry
1: also it's a Chicago staple so you know like yeah, no. If you I, want, <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, if you want to see Christian face Kenny Omega for the title, is there a better place than Chicago to do it?
0: Fair, fair yeah, point. On. However, I don't think I'd attend the show. I'd just be watching it on TV. And I, I'm agreeing with you. I don't think Christian would ever be Kenny Omega for that title. It would just more or less kind of be a challenger for Kenny Omega, an obstacle. Can it, can Christian versus Kenny Omega for the title is double or nothing pay-per-view quality like worthy. Unfortunately, I love Orange Cassidy, but that kind of feels like a B-level pay-per-view where he puts on a very good performance, but doesn't actually win the title. I've already seen Pac versus Omega.
1: Except they don't have B-level pay-per-views. Like they're not doing a pay-per-view every month. They're only doing one every so often. They're trying to build it. Pac it's, is probably only in there because Cassidy got hurt. I know you said you didn't think that was the case. I still believe that's the case that they that called could an be audible. the case,
0: Yes. Uh, I think
2: that's the
0: case. But if we're going to talk about All Out, I think the match like for All Out should be Kenny Omega dropping the title, and that would be Hangman Page. That's the match I want to see at All Out.
1: I agree, but we seem like we're very, very, very far away from Hangman being anywhere near Kenny Omega because they disrespect this man, just like he disrespected ricky starks which is another thing i want to swallow is him handing his beer over to ricky starks and his poor broken neck and just being like watch me bitch after <laughs> that match that we just talked about yeah or no I mean, i'm sorry it was after the ethan page uh thing yeah. stuff yeah yeah no, no it but, was uh, a, right? no it was after christian and matt it was the christian, yeah, 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 christian side oh no, so, yeah, yeah perfect was, but, yeah
0: fine i do want it we into the spitting portion of this yes story. we can spit you
1: can spit what you want to spit from aw what didn't you like
0: team Taz. anything with uh, to do with team Taz? i don't like Taz on commentary can we just spit team tass
1: you can spit whatever you want vince you are you yeah. feel free
0: like the only person i like is powerhouse powerhouse Hobbs. that's about it i don't like Taz. i don't like brian cage I don't like. Ricky I I
1: will agree that I think Brian Cage had the perfect chance to break away from Team Taz and feud with Powerhouse Hobbs and Starks, and they kind of fucked that up for some reason, and decided yep. to keep him in the group. And I think he <laughs> should have gone. I also agree that Ricky Starks doesn't necessarily need a Taz because he's good on the mic, but also I don't think he's that he's there yet as far as a recognizable character to where you know Taz doesn't do anything for him. Also, you're saying you want to spit Taz on commentary, sir. That is one of the greatest SmackDown commentators in WWE history. That was in the we past. Spitting him the mic. Michael,
0: Michael Cohen Tass was a great combination. However, him on AEW, I just don't like it because it just feels like Aces and Eights Tass in, in, in TNA Impact Wrestling, where he was the heel commentator. And it just, it does, it does. I just don't. I'd like rather
2: it. have him on commentary than just shouting nonsense into a mic every week, like trying to give promos. I don't want either. I mean, I don't either, but I'll take him on commentary if it's only for a match.
1: So I'm not going to say I don't like Brian Cage, and I'm not going to say I don't like Ricky Starks. I don't necessarily like the direction that they're going with Team Taz, Mm -hmm. but uh, outside of that, I think they could have done something really cool with Brian Cage, and they kind of dropped the ball there, and hopefully they circle back to it. And uh, Ricky Starks is not going to be around because my boy Hangman Dropped him on his head in my favorite non-finisher wrestling move, the German suplex, and then he no-sold it like a motherfucker. Unfortunately, fractured his neck and then had to hold Paige's beer like a bitch, which is a swallow. <laughs> nice. um I'm going to spit the Miro Archer So It got better as it went along, but it kind of it was it it was a rough going and i don't necessarily know that i want to see archer lose again yeah again like you're killing this guy like you're killing this guy he's the biggest guy you have on the roster damn near and you're just every time he gets into a feud he comes out and loses and loses and loses and it's not a guy that has anything that where he can like survive that like every time he loses just like why the fuck should i care the next time you're around like right now i don't really care because i expect him to lose like, yeah. yeah i mean i, can't get I wasn't behind
0: Archer. given given that i was never really invested in the man because he was as far as i knew about him he was in the tag team with a it, it uh Davey boy smith jr or how whatever he's going with like whatever ring that he was using but like the british bulldog son uh, over in new japan so i knew him from that and i liked that aspect of him i thought him and a tag team worked perfectly because him as him as a singles guy i just can never take too seriously because yes he might get a tnt title opportunity but i've never saw him as a legit threat to that world title
1: <laughs> sorry
0: i didn't see what matt was doing i just started started seeing him see that's why out.
1: our relationship works so great is he doesn't when he's on a roll, he's not paying attention to anything that happens i do this shit all the time he does not break. He does not notice. He is. He's not even looking at me when I don't know. He's probably looking at himself as he's talking. Probably. <laughs> I, no, I'm not. I'm. I'm
0: staring at Matt. You
1: literally I'm, just said I have no idea what Matt just did.
0: I, said so how are you, at you staring,
1: at staring at me directly? And you have I'm no staring, idea what I just liar. did.
0: At your Liars. eyes, I'm locking eyes with you. I'm creating eye contact as That's if we were having. What? <laughs> me creating eye contact or what Matt's doing? Uh,
1: both <laughs> hey,
2: hey.
0: you need to establish that eye contact the coordination
1: i don't you do eye contact else. you guys spin anything else from AEW? Eh, uh
2: ethan page and decent. scorpio sky because i'm so sick of them and that shit
1: <laughs> which sucks because i love them
0: individually
2: i don't know really anything about ethan page scorpio sky is fantastic by himself i mean he was great in scu too but
1: i hate that they didn't really do anything with the scorpio sky leaving scu thing mm-hmm. Yeah. That kind of bothered me that he just was just kind of out and then he had nothing to say or do when they broke up like but neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> are we spitting or swallowing AEW as a whole? Kate EW.
2: Um, I'm going to swallow okay. it. Okay.
1: Vincente Delgado, Pornhub Poppy Daddy Delgado. Uh,
0: I'll go ahead and uh it wasn't a bad show i'll go ahead and swallow it i didn't really spit anything so how can i really say anything negative about
1: wow look at you
0: honestly i'm actually enjoying watching it like dynamite like some some weeks some weeks it's just there but some weeks are actually interesting there's certain stuff that i'm actually interested in
1: i'm gonna swallow as well i will say when uh the new show uh what is it rampage
2: rampage
1: yeah when that drops on friday Even though it's a one-hour show and it's after SmackDown, I don't know that we'll be able to catch that in time to do this podcast. Uh So I don't know that we will be covering Rampage, even though it's supposed to be the companion to Dynamite. I will also say for a company that's, what, two fucking years old, you've got three YouTube shows and two network television shows. Like, maybe you should cool your jets just a little bit. Maybe we didn't need Elevation. BTE Counts
2: okay that's why Dark i was like television. how are you getting three i
1: know i saw you counting in your head bte counts i was curious three as youtube to shows what
0: the third youtube show was but i don't never question matt i never question Matt. actually you can't... question me all the time and correct
1: you... me when i'm wrong Fairly, yeah, I, do that,
0: I, I do that to fill the gimmick role like that's left in the void that's left behind by travis but Ooh. for the most part i trust Ooh. your
1: intuition let's get into smackdown <laughs> um <laughs> Sonya announces the end of the Thunderdome, acknowledges all of the champions. Paul Heyman comes out and says, Hold on, they're title holders. There's only one champion, and he will come out and be acknowledged when he fucking feels like it. <laughs> then Bailey comes out and says, Hey, the fuck is this shit? Why are you acknowledging them? I was women's champion for over 300 days. I was this. At this point, Sonya said, Okay, I'm done. I'm not even interested. And she left. She (laughs) bailed. She said, fuck it. Bailey then goes on to insult the women's tag team champions who she used to look up to until they cried on TV, insults the tag team champion. Or no, she shouts out the tag team champion. No, she insults the tag team champions. Yeah. Shouts out Apollo and then runs down Bianca Belair. I love that. Then we get a six-woman tag team match. Bianca, Natalia, and Tamina versus guess fucking who bailey and shania now bailey and shania win the match which is great for shana because she got the win here but again why did i just saw natalia we're not getting into i'm not on the spit yet i'm gonna keep going well save it for the spit part we had story time with alistair where he talks more about his daddy and how awful his daddy was and how he is gonna call the herd um Corbin calls out Shinsuke. Shinsuke has a new guitarist. It's that weird fucking 70s dude from NXT that did nothing Yeah. it. Uh, Rick Budgen or Budges or Booge. I don't know what the fuck. Rick Buse. Yeah, whatever the fuck. Sure. Um, and then Corbin loses to Shinsuke. Gets played down to the <laughs> ring by a guitarist. Um, we get Roman's celebration. Cesare- Paul Heyman puts him over to the fucking moon, being undefeated since his return. Blah, blah, blah uh cesaro in a sling gets jumped by seth rollins because that's just commonplace now anytime cesaro comes out seth rollins is gonna jump him
0: before we get too forward you you, you forgot to make mention of jimmy talking to sonia about getting the match with the street profits and then her kind of like making sure i'm like are you sure you're on the same page with your brother and i was like yeah, yeah yeah we're still on the same page set up and they set up the match for next week
1: so when, when I did the part about Jimmy talking to Jay to let him know about it, I was going to just do the whole thing together uh, so I didn't have to jump around. Uh, so after that, Dominic defeated Bobby Rude. Whatever. Then Jimmy lets Jay know, hey, bro, I got us a fucking tag team match because Vince already told you everything that happened before that. And Jay's <laughs> like, whoa, you just went and got us a tag team match without fucking talking to me? Like, what the hell like i can't do anything without permission from roman i have to go ask him first that's not cool and jimmy's like no like we're, we're i mean yeah you're his bitch but like we're still tag team like let's, let's do tag team stuff like let's pretend the last couple weeks didn't happen and i haven't right. been a bitch like i love you bro we're twins and then uh they go and roman here vince since you you why don't you tell us how the roman J. uso interaction went
0: Okay, so that's why I made mention of it because I missed that whole part of the J Roman interaction. And then, like, I saw the Jimmy and J talk, but I was in the other room and I didn't actually hear the context.
1: Why is it the one time that I have shit going on and I miss something that I want you to talk about? You can't ever talk about it. Katie, did you hear the Roman J interaction?
2: I couldn't hear it. <laughs> I was watching it, but I couldn't hear it guys this is why i come on these shows i don't take notes come on
1: you didn't need to take notes it happened it's like all vince's, it's all vince's fault i'll take three fucking goldfish
2: three hours it's all ago. vince's fault
1: so anyway jay went and talked to roman roman didn't seem pleased whispered some sweet nothings in his ear <laughs> we still have the tag team match but i think roman's putting a hit out on jimmy via jay i could awesome. be wrong we didn't <laughs> see it no katie didn't hear it vince was fucking jerking (laughs) off and missed it fucking porn up poppy over here got distracted i had actual things on mode i had actual things going on which is why i missed it like i wasn't even in the room in the house to hear it so neither here nor there um we got the promo from the street profits talking about the usos making fun of the usos uh, we also had m- interviews with all of the main event competitors for the Fatal Four Way later. KO, Biggie, Sammy, Apollo, blah blah blah. <laughs> main event, Fatal Four Way. As it looks like Biggie is about to put Apollo away and win his third Intercontinental title, I believe it's third. Mm-hmm. Alistair Black hits Biggie with a motherfucking black mask comes out of his dark room, puts down his book, and puts his foot in Big E's face. And don't get me wrong, I love Big E to the moon, and I hope he's the one that defeats Roman Reigns, but I don't care who the fuck it was. Whoever the person that got Black Masked first was going to be the person that I was so happy to see get kicked in the face. It could have been Shotzi Blackheart. I would have <laughs> because motherfucking Alistair Black is back and doing shit on my TV. So I'm gonna swallow that. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna swallow his promo too. Cause like that shit was like something out of a movie. I was just, I was like paying it, fully paying attention to that part. I was just like sitting back. I was like, I'm very interested in what he's saying. The like whole, like talking about like tattoos, him showing his tattoos. It, it that was so fucking cool. I loved
1: it. I'm sure yeah, that what? was great. Not nothing.
2: nothing yeah, shut anymore.
1: the fuck up, Matt. <laughs> I'm sure you really enjoyed the, the tour of the islands that we got with uh Alistair Black's tattoos. I like tattoos. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh also I love the Alistair Black stuff too, like the promo, him actually showing up. Uh I was actually thinking about him. I wonder when he's actually gonna show up. And sure enough, he shows up in the main event. I thought it was great. Him versus Big E is a pairing I didn't think I wanted to see, but it's one I need to see and one I'm glad we're going to get going forward. And hopefully this is a long long feud because I was wondering what are they going to do with Big E if he's out of the title picture they need to put him in a meaningful program and putting him with the return to Aleister Black will will help both guys. So I'm excited for that.
1: And we don't know what's going on with Roman Reigns and who he's going to be facing if anyone in Hell in a Cell or if it's going to be a Hell in a Cell match because... We haven't really gotten a build for that. It could be Jimmy. It could be Cesaro if his arm heals up. More than likely, we're going to get Seth versus Cesaro again. But I will say, if a man's goal is to cull the herd, the best way to start with the culling would be in a steel structure 20 feet high where there is no escape from his punishment and malevolence. I could see Hell in a Cell becoming – Alistair Black's signature match if we can break away from it being a once a year thing and just make it fit a fucking feud like it should WWE <laughs> also I expect big things for Aleister Black on Halloween and I'm going to be super disappointed if we don't get big things from Alistair Black on Halloween mm-hmm.
0: uh, also want us what else do I want to swallow I just want to again uh, another fantastic week between the Uso Roman Paul Heyman situation I think it's great it's one of the most interesting stories on the show yeah Matt's making fun of my hand gestures because I talk with my hands
1: I'm just I'm reiterating everything that you're saying yes the, the whole thing
0: yeah yeah the whole thing the whole thing Kay, Uh
1: uh would you would, would you like to swallow anything in particular maybe someone in a uh a suit jacket <laughs> I mean <laughs> can, can, can you swallow while they step on your throat
2: you can actually
1: okay
2: yeah well Speaking obviously from personal
0: experience or you just test that you just know that that's a theory
2: that's none of your goddamn business
1: <laughs> i just i think she did a great <laughs> job putting over all of the champions
2: she did and the fact that she played into the whole uh, usos thing are you sure jay's okay with it, uh, it obviously he wasn't but I think she's fine on Smackdown Raw, her getting played by Charlotte's pissing me off I think you just have to keep her on Smackdown and have Pierce on Raw
1: I don't think you need them both That is the same reason why I didn't like New Day with Matt Riddle, it's just because you fucking hate Charlotte Fair Exactly If she was interacting Um, with any other woman on that roster I don't think you'd have a problem with it But because it's Charlotte that's playing her (laughs) that's what bothers you and i understand i understand that level of petty because i'm right fucking there with you so keep it up glad
2: we can be petty together
1: Matt. hell yeah
2: um i'm also gonna swallow the main event this is really good all four oh, men yeah, are fantastic now. like it, it was incredible that that should have been on the pay-per-view but no god fucking forbid
0: yeah
1: yeah, no, uh, I thought it was a weird placement for the IC title match. They're doing a lot of weird shit like that, kind of like we're going to have Balor versus Cross on NXT, which means we're yeah. probably not getting the Demon, which makes me a little sad that it's not going to be at TakeOver. Yeah. We're not going to wait for that. But uh I want to swallow, obviously, everything Aleister Black. We talked about that. Um no that's really it there's nothing else i want to swallow from smackdown now that i look I bigger.
2: literally thought you were frozen because none of you guys you none of you moved <laughs> no, I, just, I went back and i looked and, and i'm fro- like
1: corbin versus shinsuke yeah shinsuke got the win sure the fucking 70s guy with the guitar was kind of cool but like not really swallowing for me i'm not well, swallowing the six woman thing i don't care that Shayna got uh, the win because fucking shania like
0: no. I do I do want to swallow Bailey's promo because I think Bailey's just fucking entertaining as all hell, and I love Bailey. <laughs> and unlike you, I do want to swallow the Shinsuke stuff because I love him as the like, King of Strong Style, Shinsuke Nakamura with the crown, and I like uh, Rick Buse. I don't know if it's going to be a permanent pairing or just a one-time thing to introduce him onto the main roster. He's a very entertaining guy and a guy that could thrive in the 24-7 title picture.
1: If we are not going to get King of the Ring, this is all a fucking waste of time.
2: It, if we don't get King of the Ring, I'm going to be queen. pissed off.
1: Yes. And Queen.
0: No, because they'll give it to Charlotte. <sighs> <laughs> Think about it. They already call her the Queen. Why
1: wouldn't they give it I don't, know, I her don't the want to talk about it. I
2: don't want to talk about it. I ranted enough about her in the past um, week. I'm done.
1: What are we spitting for Mad or uh, SmackDown?
0: Shane Naya showing up on SmackDown where there are raw superstars. I think I hang out. I think I hang around Matt so much because some of (laughs) his dislikes are like getting tagged on me. No, no, no. Let's
1: let's let's talk about this. Shania got their (laughs) rematch on Monday night, raw. They are raw superstars who are no longer tag team champions. This was not even a tag team title match, so you can't give me the excuse that well, they defend the titles on any because I've already gone off about that and explained to you why that's not okay. Mm -hmm. But they're in a six-woman tag team match. On a show that they're not fucking on. Why can you not just use the women on that fucking show?
2: Like the Riot Squad.
1: Like the Riot Squad. Like Carmella. Like...
0: Yeah, iconics if they didn't release them. Well
1: that the that, fence that's <laughs> neither here that's, nor there. I'm still not over it. They both it. weren't even on the fucking SmackDown. Like it was, so was Billy.
2: Would have been only only Billy was. Yeah,
1: exactly. It would have been. They could have used Start some of those those
0: kind of, like draft assets to bring over paint they're over never United. going to. I'm still hurting about that. Okay, guys. Just let me let, let me mourn.
1: If Zelina Vega is really backside with WWE, you could have fucking brought her back last night and put her in a six-woman tag team match. And Alistair's already a heel, so if they pair them up, that would have worked great. Have her come back, be a heel, join in that fray. Like, I don't, don't, they're not on fucking SmackDown. I don't, I don't need to see them on both shows every week. God damn it. It's over. They lost the titles. Stop it. I fucking hate you and your fucking bullshit, WWE. You have a brand split. Abide by your brand split. God damn it, Vince. Now I'm fucking torn because I was going to swallow SmackDown because I had forgotten about that. After <laughs> Black came out and I was so excited. And now I'm torn to whether or not I can even fucking swallow SmackDown because, as hype as I to, am because it's hype for Alistair Black.
0: B- because it's Alistair Black. Mm. Alistair
1: Black, you have
0: you swallow, to. You swallowed last week's episode. And claimed it to be the best show of the week only because Alistair Black was on it again. Because he had missed the week prior. No, no, no,
1: no. I said it was the best show of the week because Shotzi, Ember, and Dexter weren't on NXT and Aleister was on SmackDown. And The Fiend is gone for now. M.I.A. That is why. There was nobody else to swallow on any of the shows except for Aleister. That's why Aleister got the best show of the week fair to fair. be clear okay it was okay. not just yeah vince i will Katie. reluctantly swallow smackdown because alistair black and him black massing somebody on my tv makes me slightly happier than seeing Shane on smackdown makes me angry um what about you guys spit or swallow smackdown
0: swallow swallow i think it's the easiest swallow of the week
1: fair enough what do you guys think was the best show of the week?
0: I think it was SmackDown. I want to link to your source, SmackDown, because I'll, I'll make the case. I thought the opening champions parade, I thought was perfectly executed with Sonya Deville, Paul Heyman coming out and just basically making Roman Reigns feeling like he like he's higher tier champion than everybody else. So all the Roman and and Jimmy stuff, fantastic. Uh, I love the Shinsuke stuff. I wasn't expecting Rick Hughes, and that was a pleasant surprise. I thought Bailey's promos was great, and I'm still looking forward to that match. And I like the fact that she's made, allude to the fact that Bianca using the pointed toe is the reason why she lost and to try to get another title match, maybe have a stipulation where that isn't involved. And obviously everything involved with Aleister Black gets a huge, massive swallow from me. The only thing I'm really mad about is Shania showing up, and that's really only because now I feel... Matt's pain on the whole brand split stuff, and it's irking me every time I see it. Other than that, I don't hate the show.
1: I'm gonna go with NXT because while we did have Aleister Black on SmackDown, we did have brand split shenanigans where on NXT I got Shotzi, I got Ember, I got Dexter, even though his heart got broken, he was there. NXT gets my vote. And new North American champion crowned in Bronson Reed. Um better winning matches, cake boss.
2: I I'm torn. I act I actually don't know. Flip a coin.
0: Let fake decide.
2: <laughs> Do I look like I have a fucking coin on me? No, no the
1: but fuck? there is an Adam Cole uh bleacher buddy there. And if he lands ass up, it could be SmackDown and face up, it could be NXT. Heads or tails. I'm not gonna you're not gonna flip, flip your ass.
2: I'm not going to flip my Adam Cole. I'll say SmackDown. I'm sorry, Matt.
1: You could have just said AEW, and then I'd be like, all right, NXT. Well, I was was torn
2: between SmackDown and AEW.
1: Well, if you really want to pick AEW, I'll just say NXT was the best show of the week because I'm the host and I win.
0: See, at least this way, you get a vote towards the show that you no. actually thought was the best show. Of the As
1: week. per the Smackin' It Raw podcast, voted by Vince and Katie, SmackDown is the best show of the week. And I can't deny that it was a pretty damn good show outside of Shania being where they do not belong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty solid. I thought it was really, really good. SmackDown's consistently probably the, the easiest show to watch.
2: I actually haven't watched SmackDown in a while, and this is the first time in quite a bit. I don't do with the SmackDown shows. Don't fucking give me that face. Shame um,
1: in just, case, uh, in case the audio got cut earlier on in the episode, and I meant to do this earlier, uh, because of a copyright claim for the song that I played while introducing Katie, allow me to say real quick, uh, a woman who goes by many names from the pits of Pennsylvania, Katie W, Katie Vick, Kinder the godmother and her hoe train and of course not the least of which from the smack Draw podcast katie katie bay bay. bay bay why don't you tell us uh when your show is coming back maybe plug your socials and uh what people might be looking forward to when they see you again which probably will be way before it's on the podcast because you don't know how to take a fucking vacation.
2: um okay wait am
1: i am i frozen again no you were but you're back so i was i was gonna plug your shit for you okay so uh,
2: okay hold on i'm gonna attempt to get this to work again
1: okay i don't want it to while, while she's looking it up, Vince, plug your socials. Uh,
0: as I say every week, you can find me on all social media platforms at SES Vince. You can follow the show on Instagram at raw Pod. You can also follow the show on Twitter at raw Pod. If you'd like to get the link for the audio version of the show, use our link tree slash Smackin raw And if you like the video version of the show go ahead and use linktree slash creation world where not only can you find us on there on youtube and pornhub but you can also find travis and Mara's show super flashy era of tomorrow where they cover the arrowverse and i think i don't know where it's going on with supergirl but i think it's coming to a close and they're talking about it it's a very very good show it shows up every thursday or whenever travis gets the episode uploaded uh you go ahead and check out our Facebook group. Uh, don't know the details of that but okay and you're done.
1: ah you guys can find us on facebook facebook.com slash groups slash smacking it raw also facebook.com slash group slash super flash year of tomorrow most importantly facebook.com slash creation world which will get you everywhere you need to on facebook for everything under the creation world banner also follow creation world at the creation world on twitter and instagram that is at t-h-e-c-r-e-a-t-i-a world Twitter, and Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter at Matt Ridders at M-A-T-T-R-I-D-D-E-R or at and Raw Pod on Twitter as well. Katie, where can they find you?
2: Um, okay, so <laughs> Smack Raw is on a hiatus because we're revamping the show. When we're coming back, I don't fucking know. We were supposed to have a meeting earlier today. People couldn't. I'm sitting here and just like four people really can't get on a fucking Zoom call, but none of my Business. Oh no.
1: hold on let me tell you how hard that is because we've been having a dragon ball fucking podcast that is supposed to <clears throat> be going on for s- three months now i was going to say six but that's a large two, two
0: two two three Pretty months
1: must. now and freak <laughs> justin vince and i can't seem to fucking find a time where we're all off work and can do it it's not easy and also the super show you wanted to do we know how hard that is maybe mm. next monday yeah. Maybe next Monday if you still want to do it.
2: I mean, I'm still down. <laughs> I guess we'll have to talk to Justin. But um, when we do come back, um, again, I don't know, days or Twitch. I mean, usually twitch.tv slash putting you over. Um, twitch.tv slash smack draw podcast. You can find the two-year anniversary UWO on the, that Twitch channel, because Kyle still hasn't uploaded it. I don't know why. Um,
1: Smack Draw Pod on YouTube.
2: YouTube.com slash Smack Podcast. Add uh, Smack Draw Pod on Twitter. Um, at Katie Rasslin, W-R-A-S-S-L-I-N 13 on Twitter is mine. I don't really tweet. If I do, it's Sonia Thirst tweets.
0: <laughs> Which is um, all the reason to follow her.
2: I mean, they're, they're few and far in between, but and, but when the show does come back, it'll be a different format. I will have a new co-host, and we're having a the She Leach Showcase. Savannah actually made a logo, and it's really nice. I'm revamping an intro. I'm redoing OBS. I'm making it like its own thing, and I'll probably end up having my own side show thing they don't even know about that yet but that's something I want to do for myself because I want to have control of
1: a lot (laughs) Hey, if Kyle can do his MMA thing you can do this
2: oh well it would still I'd probably still keep it like under the smacked raw umbrella but Hmm. it would just be like another like because I want to do interviews like I kind of want to interview like other podcasters like you two and all of Young King's wrestling just to take your brains and then move up. I, again, I'm toying with the idea. I don't know if it'll actually happen, but I think you should do
0: it. I think you should totally. I have
1: absolutely it. nothing to offer, and everything I have to offer you have already heard with Reek in that uh <laughs> Smacked After Dark chat. So.
2: Oh my god! What the one until three a.m.
1: Yeah, where you guys learned way too much about my past.
2: Yeah. yeah. No, I
0: actually actually. You do have something to offer because I want to. I want to know all about his dark past because he nah. hasn't shared all of this.
2: Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't ask him those questions. Trust me. <laughs> I've I've heard that once. I think Can I'm going okay. to be
0: behind the Patreon wall. I will pay for that. I'll pay for such content. I don't
2: have control of the fucking Patreon, Vince. I don't know patron. anything. <laughs> I'm
1: just,
2: really I'm just basically in charge without being in charge.
1: So what you're telling us is what we should really be looking forward to is the Sheelite Showcase. Should be coming back with you and your co-host, Savannah, who is at Y2Garcia on Twitter and Instagram. More active on Instagram, I believe. Yes. Yes. Also, there will be a news and or once a week recap show or something along those lines featuring Kyle. Uh, RN is going to have a once- a Rants. RN's Rants. So there's a lot from Smack Raw coming up to look forward to. So keep your eyes peeled on Twitter. Keep your eyes peeled on YouTube. Make sure you go give them a follow, but not before you give us a follow because I still don't think we're at a fucking hundred and I don't know how you guys. <laughs> what all of our videos are back up on Pornhub because we are the number one wrestling on uh, wrestling podcast on Pornhub. So for Pornhub Poppy Daddy Delgado Vince, for I'm not gonna do all of your names again. Katie Katie Bay, Bay. <laughs> I am the warden Matt Ritter. We are smacking it raw. And we are the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub, baby! There you go.
2: <laughs>